Hi, I'm Derek Arcurni. Welcome to Shamanic Innovations. Welcome back to Shamanic Innovations. I'm your host, Derek. Right now, I want to talk a little bit about confidence and just, you know, life on the other side. Um, It's been a few weeks since I've uh, taken the mic here, and, you know, a lot's happened in my life personally and professionally. I think that we are starting to move forward with a few of the dreams, goals, plans, uh, is going to be just kind of getting in and helping some of the other, you know, businesses, folks, spiritual businesses, and just regular businesses, and you know, getting themselves together online, you know, connected as far as uh, social media, getting things together with, um, you know, their video platforms and everything, and helping other businesses out there. And one of the big reasons why I want to do this is just, you know, as a way to help myself, really. Um, I am someone who I probably need a good amount of help. And, you know, just in taking time to realize that, uh, you know, I, I know that one of the best ways for me, really, to learn something is to, you know, figure it out in a way where I can explain it to others. It's always been a strong suit of mine. Um, You know, if I had to explain restaurants to people, you know, something as far as working there, it was a lot easier for me to explain that and learn it myself if I could, you know, explain it out to others. Like, okay, well, this is how you're supposed to do it. Wait, is wrong? Well, we're learning this together, so this is actually how we should be doing it. Um, you know, going through that process and explaining it out and having the steps. and Yeah, I think it just helps me to learn things if I can hear them and if I can hear myself kind of speak them out. Uh, so, as I learn about myself, this is why I've been speaking out these things so that, you know, I can learn them for myself. And why I'm speaking about in a sense of, you know, trying to maybe educate. Um, You know, my thought is really with all of this that I can have it, say it, and when I need to go back, listen to it, hear it, learn something from it. Um, It's what I've done with the YouTube videos, what I've done with everything, really, you know, the memes, everything is just kind of trying to find inspiration to where I can teach myself, where I can grow. Um, And, you know, in the process, if I can help someone else out, great. You know, and if they can help me along my journey, great also. Uh, So that's where I've been. And, you know, a lot of this with me lately has been building up the confidence to do these things. Um, Take these steps here. The 
past month has been a bit interesting, to say the least. <laughs> uh, for those who may have remembered, you know, from times previous, I was stuck in a bit of a 3D type of job, matrix type of job, well into the matrix. Um, you know, and I don't have to get too far, and, you know, who's the company, this, that, all that, name names. But, you know, as you just say, I spent, you know, a lot of my time working in TV news um, for a station here. And it was very, you know, it was very great for, you know, what it did provide. But there were also a lot of times that kind of ate away at the soul. And, you know, I've known that there's something kind of higher out there. You know, some other calling, some other duty for my time on this planet, some other duty for my life here. So it's just been, you know, a mission of mine to kind of find the buzzword of the day is going to be confidence. You know, confidence to really kind of stretch out and get into these things as I need, you know, to do them. Um, be able to tell people about, you know, these things, what's, you know, happened in my head, you know, and also some of the negatives that, are, you know, happened in the head, but, you know, the positives as well, and, you know, what I'm wanting to move forward with, just getting that sort of mustard, you know, guts there to be able to speak on these things, um, and it's something that I've just needed to build within myself over time. And, yeah, hopefully it's something I can build within myself over time to where I can spread it out to others. You know, if you figure out how to turn your light on, you know, then it shines. And hopefully another person can see where your on-off switch is and they can kind of, you know, see their on-off switch from the light that you're shining so they can figure out how to turn theirs on also. Yeah, so that's basically where I'm at right now. It's just kind of figuring out how to turn my own off switches on and off and how to get my confidence um, boosted. And i got to get a lot of it back. Um, I think that this existence kind of tears us down, rips us apart. It gets to this point where we spend a lot of our time confined in our own little bubbles and we don't want to take the step outside of that bubble. You know, we don't want to talk to the person. You know, we don't want to go after the thing. We don't want to let go of the hurt. You know, we don't want to do these things. We just want to stay in that bubble. And it's time for us to get out of the bubble. You know, I say us because it's time for me to get out of the bubble also. You know, I spent enough time bubbled up where, hey, it's time to get out of this. Um, you know, and I've spent enough time basically bubbled up, you know, in that sort of realm and, you know, going from, you know, the day-to-day, -day, you know, you must be at home, you must be at work, you must do this, you must do that, you know, um, and, you know, really it's been, you know, kind of a case of now getting to the point of, you know, finding the betters of each day, finding how I can not just survive but also thrive. Because when you get into that sort of cycle of doing things on the repetitive, you know, just for 
the one deal, you get into survival mode really with that. Um, survival mode for many of us, you know, in our 3D realm is just that basic, hey, let's make sure that we can eat today. Let's make sure that, you know, we can sleep and just be thankful for, you know, that day. And not even really realizing to be thankful for that day or that moment or whatever, but just being able to do it. And, you know, it's just, uh, okay, well, I got to go here. I have to do this. I, you know, I need that. Um, you know, I need to spend, I need to save, you know, whatever we're being told, you know, I need these items or I need this score. I need this, you know, plan here. I need these people. Um, you know, and really right now for a lot of us, you know, it's kind of moving past that. For me, it's kind of a case of trying to move past that where I can, you know, figure out ways to not just, you know, survive on those daily levels, but also to thrive, also to move forward, also to, you know, break out of shells that I've been in. And, you know, the past month has really been eye-opening for trying to break open that, trying to build my own confidence to where I can be open and do these sorts of things. Um, I'm going to pause here right now, and I'm actually going to play an interview coming up here for the podcast that I did with uh, my girl Madeline, a very special soul in my life right now, Um, and it's on confidence, kind of, you know, that thing on there. Uh, she gives some tips, you know, something that we recorded this past week, and she gives some tips on just how to handle confidence and, you know, get that, you know, going in your own life. But, you know, there'll be a bit that comes back with me where I speak on this on the end just so that, you know, I can get everyone moving into it. So stay tuned. Hi, and welcome back to Shamanic Innovations. I'm your host, Derek. Confidence is something that we all, in our lifetimes, strive to build. Um, for many of us, you know, we gain it early or we don't. And if we don't gain that confidence early, it becomes a struggle going through life to, you know, reach that level that others do. Um, I know I've had my personal battles, just you know, in everyday life, having the confidence to do different things and trying to overcome them, um, it is interesting, it is real, and, you know, there's a lot of things that we can do to help us build that, that many of us just don't know about, you know, natural things, healthy things, that many of us just were never really exposed to before. Um, I want to bring in a special guest right now, she is, um, aside from being a very beautiful soul I am so lucky to spend my time with. She is a um, essential oil expert and natural health advocate. And, you know, just does a lot of really cool things. I'm welcoming Madeline Olson to the uh, podcast this Hi. afternoon. Hi, Derek. Thank you so much for giving me a little test run here. <clears throat> well, I uh, very appreciate appreciate it very much. Um, of course, it's always pleasure to talk with you about all types of topics. It's one thing that you and I seem to do, I think, very well, um, yes. even controversial topics yes. or <laughs> topics that you don't even think to talk about. 
Yeah, that, so, that just happened. Yeah, so it's, it's I think good. We're, you know, both hoping we're both hoping that um, maybe us having these conversations will start to open up other topics that uh, you know can be discussed. Yeah, yeah, you know. but uh, confidence. Yes, back to this topic, uh, confidence. Okay, um, yeah, confidence. Tell us a little about you know some of your goals uh, of confidence here. Um. Yeah. So I'm in my late forties now. Um, I think a lot of women do have issues with confidence just because of uh, societal roles and things of that nature. But um, for me personally, I, in my 20s and 30s, I didn't really have a lot of self-esteem or self-confidence, um, enough to get through, get by. Uh, people always tell me when they see me that they... They're like, wow, you have self-esteem, self-confidence issues. I never would have thought just, you know, first glance or even hanging out with you because you seem so confident and relaxed in environments, that kind of thing. Um, so, yeah, when, uh, I guess maybe it's been 12, 13 years ago, um, I was, you know, in my 30s and really wanting to stop feeling bad about myself and always putting myself down and uh, I was trying to actually get out of a negative relationship uh, with a man and <clears throat> um, one thing that I overheard or read in a magazine somewhere, you know, if you're really wanting to help boost your self-confidence and self-esteem is to, you know, remember a hobby you did as a child and maybe revisit that. Okay. So... Um, I always, uh, we moved around a lot when I was a kid, but um, we always, my mom always managed to find a dance studio for me to go to. I enjoyed dancing. Um, I wasn't, of course, excellent at it because I'm not a professional dancer now, but, you know, pretty mediocre and I really enjoyed movement. So, um, as luck would have it, a couple of friends that I knew from a dance team I was on in high school were living in Atlanta at the time. and found this class. It was uh, a new dance studio. It was, um, it's actually called Dance 101. Um, it's still actually um, there and all types of people are dancing there now. It's wonderful. But I started taking dance classes again. And um, at first it was, oh, well, this is great. I can take a dance class instead of sitting in traffic for an hour. And it turned into one class a week and then I got a card that you could have unlimited classes, and I started going every day after work. Um, so I started interacting with different women and men from different, all types, different walks of life, and um, it just opened me up more to honestly seeing all different sides of people. And people who you thought had confidence didn't you know, going through some steps and you think, oh, this person's got it. And then, you know, you run through it and they're like, oh, I missed that step. So you're like, oh, wow, even the people you think have the most confident, they, you know, have issues. Everyone screws up, yeah. Right. So that really did, that catapulted me into really looking into myself um, as, as in, wow, this really has boosted my confidence. I started, I took a belly dance class just to check it out and I fell in love with it and the instructor, Taylor Gerard, who she isn't teaching now, but um, she still uh, performs, she gave me so much confidence. And uh, by 
asking me to go and dance with her at different restaurants and we did a little show with a couple other students and it really that even boosted my confidence even more in someone that I saw you know as a professional or someone that I always look up to um, wanted me to dance with him and what an honor you know so you know those things really started I was like wow look at what I can do um, uh, and then in my 40s actually as I'm thinking here uh, when I turned 40, I was single, and <clears throat> I had just met somebody, and um, a lot of my life is, because she can be chrono uh, done chronologically through men I've been with, because uh, <laughs> my memory's not the best, but uh, we remember relationships, don't we, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> so, uh, anyway, um, but I, I was getting ready to turn 40, and I'm like, hey, I'm 40, I'm not married, I don't have children. You know, I want to really, like, try some things I've never tried before and push. Now I'm feeling confident. I've been taking dance classes for probably by that time eight years. And, you know, I wasn't taking them every day, but I was still doing that and had really met a, 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 some of what I call my dance divas that I am still with, uh, friends with today, but that really helped me continue to build my confidence. So I guess kind of funny pulling that all together, what really helps in building your self-confidence is really looking at yourself and say, hey, what did I really enjoy doing? What brought me joy at one point in my life? And trying it again and see if it instills that in you. And joy does give you confidence. I mean, confidence and joy to me kind of can go hand in hand. Okay. And you mentioned you were trying something late in your in your. So, thank you. So um, I, I met this gentleman, and he did off-road dirt biking. And... He gave me a class. It was an all-woman's class, and women were teaching women how to ride motorcycles, and it was fantastic. And the women I met there, all different age groups, uh, young girls, older women, um, wanted to learn how to ride motorcycles and ride them safely, and uh, it was great. It was another getting together, and it's that, you know, building that confidence again. So um, I started doing that, and I uh, got confident enough thanks to having a mentor and a coach. Um, uh, and uh, it, it was great, it's great. I still do it, I don't, don't do it as much as I used to. Uh, I had a couple of injuries, but um, it, it's still today when I get on the bike, it, it's just like, you know, it's one of the biggest confidence builders I've ever tried and has really helped. Yeah, and one of the things that I noticed that you mentioned <coughs> with uh, both of the stories there, is you got into how you were around groups of people, you know, doing these activities, groups of women, I remember you saying, you know, both in the dance studio and then also with the dirt biking. What do you, you know, just expand a little bit on what you think that kind of group, you know, groupness kind of helped you with. Yeah, that that's excellent. Camaraderie, yeah. Yeah, uh, so that's perfect to bring up, uh, Derek, is, you know, it's a buzzword we're hearing a lot nowadays, um, you know, community. Uh, and <clears throat> ever since I've been young, I've been very drawn to women and female empowerment in all different shapes. Um, even when I don't even know it, when I was little, just some of just some of the smallest things. Um, I used to have a towel actually that we we had a neighborhood pool we go to, and so you know my mom and my mom got us different towels. So one was my brother's, one was mine. We knew who's beach who's pool towels who so mine was this girl like um, from the Fred Flintstone age you know <clears throat> so she had on a little dress but she had a big bat 
and she carried it on her, you know, had it cut on her shoulder like she was carrying a baseball bat and had a nail through it and it said, never underestimate the power of a woman. Nice. And uh, that just came to me, actually. I just remembered that. So back to the community thing, you know, when I started doing the dance and I, I met a couple of women and then, you know, I'd take a new class and I'd be really nervous. And, of course, my nervous habit is to find someone who's standing by themselves and go over and start being silly and funny and talking <laughs> to them. And, um, you know, I met a, I met a lot of women that were trying to, you know, get over their fear or try to help their confidence by taking something new and exciting. And, and that was that belly dance class. And um, so the community of women and men too, but mostly women, was was really uh, confidence boosting for me too, too, as a woman and needing to feel, <clears throat> excuse me, that, uh, that empowerment from a woman, from a female source. Um, you and I, of course, talk about this a lot. There, everyone has a male and a female part in, of, of themselves. We can all be, you know, that masculine, strong, you know, or the feminine, soft, feeling, emotional. Um, but finding that balance, you know, within us and then having that community of being able to talk about those things and do those things um, builds even more confidence, Yeah. you know. So now it's to the point to where men like yourself, who I call feminist, that um, are respectful and really respect women's boundaries, even if they don't tell you what their boundaries are, which is another thing to do with your confidence. You, you have no boundaries when you don't really know who you are or what you want. Um, so um, coming together as a community with, with women first was really, really good for me. It's kind of like that, just that hug you get from your mom. Mm -hmm. um, and then kind of meeting men that I ride dirt bike with and men I dance with and, and their kind of camaraderie too that they bring into it. Uh, but, but it really does help in having a community to support you. Um, as we know it, <clears throat> in anything, <clears throat> it's nice to be recognized or to know that you're not in it alone. Okay, good, good. Yeah. Um, kind of switch gears here. There's a lot of things that we have right now in our society that really can break down our confidence, you know, in our world. Um, you know, we see them every day. But, no, just on yet. Um, but right now it's more of a, you know, the question of how can we kind of naturally, you know, what can we get into ourselves? What can we use to help us, you know, really in, in these aspects, you know? And I, I know that you have some ideas. You have a few things that you pulled aside there. Um, yeah, uh, actually, <clears throat> I'm kind of dabbling into more uh, holistic and natural healing, and that's another buzzword that is really out there now. Um, I know a lot of us are looking for integrative medicine, different ways of healing ourselves and helping ourselves versus always relying on uh, pharmaceuticals and healthcare. Uh, so... Um, metaphysically, I have, you know, the past three to four years have started looking into things, um, essential oils for one. Um, I am a Young Living distributor, uh, but of course there are many other wonderful essential oil companies out there, uh, like doTERRA and, um, Nature's Gifts, a place in Tennessee. There's a couple of different, different places that, uh, and even other ones as well, but, 
Um, I found essential oils when I actually injured myself in a dirt bike accident. Okay. And so I, my sister-in-law actually was, had just started using them, and I said, hey, you know, I want to use it during my, my healing time um, and my recovery of this ACL. It was going to be a year, year and a half recovery. So I, you know, got me a little starter kit and a, what we call our oil Bible, which, you know, lets you know what the oils are and how they can help you in different ways. And um, I started using them for that and then started really looking at, at them for other things. You know, if you get sick, you get a headache, get upset stomach, and it started working. Uh, and then they do have, um, it's called the feelings kit, uh, which actually is a thing I'm just learning about, but it's different oil blends that help with, um, emotional situations, uh, self-esteem, confidence building, motivation, um, which those are some of the, some blends actually that Young Living carries, but even simple oils, um, lemon oil, orange oil, uh, peppermint. Peppermint is such a great oil, um, actually for kind of waking you up, um, and kind of getting some energy going for you, uh, which as we know, having energy helps to build our confidence. And mm -hmm. so uh, I started doing essential oils. Um, and of course I do practice yoga and then you Derek got me into Qigong. Um, and I've been practicing that for the past two years. Um, and just, just YouTube videos, not, I haven't like I should and I will, you know, get the book and read up on it. But, um, but you've been a, a wonderful basically, I guess, facilitator in the Qigong um, and just moving your body's energy and how we do have subtle energies, what some of us call chakras too. Um, so doing energy work like that. Um, just I've been, being able to move. Right. And it's kind of like yourself. meditation too, which I know that's another word that we hear a lot, but it really, I mean, you wouldn't be hearing it a lot. It really, if it, I mean, it, it works. It's just figuring out how to do it. And Qigong to me uh, is a form of that because I do like movement. Um, so, you know, you get your oils, you get some type of, if you want to say exercise, I don't even want to use that word because we need to be moving every day. It doesn't matter if you're doing it for 10 minutes at a time or an hour, you know. Buzzwords are allowed here. It's a podcast. Right. Hashtag. I, yeah. <laughs> I know. But, you know, I, I, I'm trying to... It's unfortunately, some of those words, people immediately think negative things, and then mm -hmm. they're, they totally just turn off from the conversation of what we're saying here. So um, this isn't a, hey, let's talk about exercise, you know, it's, it's talking about building our confidence and what things help us with that. So it is in some form of movement, you know, that's why I love dance, because we take a dance class, you warm up, you learn it eight counts and you go through it and by the time you go through it it's been an hour and I'm, I'm like wow I just danced for a freaking hour I had no idea so that's because I found something that worked for me in building my confidence it could be taking um, a Tai Chi class mm -hmm. or uh, getting together and riding a bike or going hiking or yeah, walking and, your and, dog yeah and I think the important thing with this is you know not really ha having judgment from the others right. not really feeling that there's right. judgment from that yeah. um, you know being able to just go out and do it with other people you know it's a good thing uh, so if you don't have access to other people um, some of these things though you know you mentioned yoga tai chi um, you did mention you know the oils you know these are things that we can use also you know 
just kind of to right. you know help us individually you know with our confidence here um, you know and then just in interacting with other people like if I let's say I am going to a you know to give a speech I'm going to give an interview I'm, I'm going to give an interview you know hey I'm say I'm going to do a podcast how can I you know is there something I can use you know to maybe kind of give me a little bit of power there as far as my uh, confidence might go oh yeah um Oil-wise, and actually it's one that you use a pretty good bit, um, and it's good for a myriad of things. Uh, it's called Valor. It's, mm -hmm. it's actually a, it's another Young Living Essential Oil blend, but again, other oil companies have blends very similar to this. They just call them different things. So, um, But uh, Valor for sure, because that, that, that was one that was it's big for people with PTSD, which I think all of us have some some form, depending on... You know the level of it uh, but that really is um, a grounding uh, grounding is of course something that as it as it sounds it'll ground you and kind of get build you up give you that confidence so put some valor on rub it on the back of your neck you know on the inside of your wrist and because grounding you know just kind of getting in touch with right the earth and right. everything yeah yeah, which we were actually talking about that or doing that earlier today. I just saw a little 15-minute YouTube video on, I think it's called Earthing um, or Grounding, but it's it was really good uh, in getting your energy, um, which is a, a helps us in our confidence. You know, that again, it's that energy again. You're getting the Earth's energy through your feet, um, which kind of ties into essential oils as well. A lot of times if you're sick, people used to say put Vicks rubs on the bottom, Vicks vapor rub on the bottom of your feet. Uh, you put oils or whatever. The biggest pores and the most pores are in the bottom of your feet. Okay. So that's why if you go, and we did this earlier, my ankle was a little little sore from jumping around yesterday. And um, we went and walked Derek's dog and stopped in a park. I took my shoes off and stood in some dirt right next to a rooted tree, a palm tree. And, uh, I mean, it's still a little, it's a little tweaky, but it's not as sore as it was. And maybe that could be just from walking and doing it, but the grounding definitely helps with that. But the, the valor, you know, that valor essential is going to give you that grounding effect. Okay. Um, another thing, too, with that kind of ties in with essential oils and maybe more on a metaphysical size are, are, are crystals and gemstones, mm -hmm. um, which kind of goes back to the grounding thing. And um, uh, you can use, like, hematite, um, Put that, you know, wear it on your wrist or put it in your pocket. Uh, kind of gives you a sense of security and that you're solid. Just using the, you know, the gemstone, basically, right. the hematite or whatever right. it might be. Just putting that in your pocket to Correct. kind of give you a... Correct. That's okay. kind of those worry stones. I think you might yeah. have one that those are great, too. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, well, all right. So I want to thank you, Madeline, for, you know, attending us with us today. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. I appreciate you letting me uh, just give a little bit of my story. So, so I'm always, always open to, uh, to giving a little bit of what, I've, what I'm doing and what I'm figuring out. Awesome. I'm always, always learning. Awesome. Thank you very much. Thank you. Welcome back to Shamanic Innovations. I'm your host, Derek. Right now in my life, I'm trying to build my confidence um, in several areas of life. 
I want to build my confidence as just a good person, you know, knowing that I'm out here doing the right thing each day, you know, at least doing better than I did the day before. Um, I need to build my confidence, you know, as, you know, male in our society, working. Um, that can be tough to do, especially if you don't always feel that you are getting the right, you know, reward out of a position. You know, it can be tough, you know, to feel confident in it. And it can be tough to feel confident in your abilities if you don't always really get to, you know, use them and test them and make sure that they are in tune. If you've only done something one time, I've only changed a set of brakes on a SUV one time in my life, I remember. I did it with my buddy, Christian uh, Glover. And we did it on my old Ford Explorer SUV, which subsequently I went and traded right after we did that. But the car wasn't even able to stop, so we needed to do something. And we did the brakes pretty cheap. And, you know, he'd done it before. So he was confident in how to do it. It was my first time ever doing this, and as I just mentioned, I guess, my last. So I wasn't confident. So if you were to ask me right now to change the brakes on your Ford Explorer, I wouldn't be so confident because that, that was a good, what, 15, almost 20, you know, 15, almost 20 years ago. And that happened. My confidence is gone. And it's that sort of thing that we run into a lot of times in our life is that when we don't use things, you know, takes away that confidence. When we don't have opportunities, it takes away that confidence. When no one actually takes the point of saying, hey, you know what, you did a good job there, takes away that confidence. When we only hear, you know, things in the negative, takes away that confidence. When we never really understand fully what our mission is, and we're just plotting along, doing the same thing every day, takes with that confidence. So, you know, I, I think for myself personally, um, there's a lot of confidence that has to be rebuilt in my professional life, uh, just like in my personal life. You know, there's a lot that was taken away, you know, from me, be it you know, on my own or mother's or, you know, whatever. I I don't even like the idea of, you know, trying to blame. So I, I can't say if I took everything away or you did or who did. But there's a lot that's away that has just taken away my personal confidence in life. Um, you know, that personal confidence of, hey, I can walk into any room and everyone's going to laugh and smile and it'll be fun and, you know, I'll know exactly what I'm saying the second I'm going to say it. Um, you know, there's a lot of that just sort of personal, you know, I, I'm the master, I'm the king. There's a lot of that that gets lost. Um, and, it, you know, and it comes from how we've lived our life here, you know, the separation that we have from others, you know, not having, you know, those, 
support people around, you know, as we've gone into this sort of net thing. And, yeah, it's weird just to say, like, hey, if you don't really have those things around, how can you build? Um, One thing that I think really for me is the what if, you know, hey, you know, it's great if you can, you know, afford a therapist and have time off and all this other stuff. You know, what if you're in Timbuktu and the only person you have to talk to is a Timbuktu and and, and you don't speak Timbuktuian? I don't know. You know, maybe Timbuktuans are animals. You don't speak whatever. You're the only human there. I don't know. But, you know, for whatever reason, we aren't all achieving. We aren't all rising. You know, we aren't all doing these things. And I, I think that for a lot of us, it's just we're separated from others. You know, we're separated from, you know, the beings. And we're separated a lot from source. We're separated a lot from spirit, you know, however you want to say that also. Um, so how can you make these reconnections? You know, how can you, you know, reconnect yourself, really, and be able to reconnect, you know, with the world around you? Um, and, there, and there's a lot of things that we can do, you know, both getting out of the house, um, I probably said in the worst example today, staying inside to do some talking, but getting out of the house, you know, talking with people. Um, I did actually get out today. I got out and did some grocery shopping and stopped and got an Aussie bowl. And I had a good conversation with the person at the Aussie bowl place. I'm going to actually go back and put up a couple photos that I took there on my Google uh, because, you know, I mentioned to her that's how I found it. It was just taking the moment to Google Aussie Bowl near me. You know, and I found this great, I think it's like Bowl Berry or Berry Bowl or something like that. It's in St. Pete. Um, but it's a really wonderful spot just because it was, you know, not necessarily the food. The food was excellent, but also the people, just the conversation that I have with the young lady behind the counter. And I am i don't know if this is her boyfriend or her husband or just manager. I, I did like the fact that they were both wearing really nice watches serving acai bowls. You know, um, but he jumped up and started helping once some other customers came. I was the only person in the store at the time, uh, which kind of seems to be a theme. Is I'll go into places and I'm by myself, and then when I leave, there's like a lot of business. And you know, I'm hoping that's just you know bringing abundance to business, and maybe just also timing that I'm trying to go out earlier in these things. And, kind of avoid some of the crowds, <laughs> but, you know, the crowds will come to you, and just you have conversations with people, and it'll be great. Um, even at the grocery store, you know, I stopped in two grocery stores today, and, uh, you know, the one, the first one I stopped in, you know, I just happened to have my reusable bags on me. I had some cargo pants. Um, if you ever wonder why guys can wear cargo pants, it's because we can put our reusable bags inside of them. That's right. I just gave you guys a life tip. Go get some cargo pants. But I had my cargo pants and I had my reusable bags inside. And I got to the counter. I just like whipped them out. She's like, oh, yeah, that's great. You know, we just started kind of chit-chatting. Um, it was my second time inside of the store. It was Trader Joe's. The second time ever inside of the Trader Joe's. And it was nice just because it had a really nice little small feel to a small town. One of the things I kind of like about St. Petersburg is even though I'm in a big city, you know, there are parts that feel like I'm still in a, a small town. 
you know, it, it gives me that, you know, the feeling of Neptune, New Jersey, which in itself isn't a big city, but it's next to New York City, so we'll call it New York City suburb of New, Neptune, New Jersey. And anyone who's from New Jersey understands our pain with that. But Neptune, New Jersey to Palaka, Florida, or even Palaka, Florida to Jacksonville, back and forth, you know. Imagine combining the two, Jacksonville being the largest city land-wise in the U.S., Palaka, the town I grew up in, being, you know, one of the smallest and poorest in the U.S. So, you know, imagine kind of combining the two, boom, putting them on the water. You have St. Petersburg, which, you know, kind of nuzzles it all in together. Um, and just being able to go into places and have these kind of small conversations. Hi, how are you? You know, hey, did you catch this? Oh, you know, I remember that. Great. Um you know, that, that helps out. That helps, you know, helps out a lot. You know, just those little moments of interaction. You know, the, the people that you find, you know, behind these counters, they don't really have to smile at you. And I've been behind the counter, so I know. You know, yes, it's in the rule book. You don't have to smile at people. It's your choice to smile at people. And, you know, we, we thank them, really, and I thank them for their smiles, you know, and that how they help, you know. But, I, you know, I also try to smile back and give back just because, yeah, some you know jobs like that. You know they're very much you know bounce there. So the next person, hey, if I didn't have that conversation with the young lady inside of the acai bowl shop, I'm please tell me I'm not saying that wrong. But you know if I'm had the you know conversation with a young lady there, if I didn't have that, if I didn't smile, if I was like whatever. Okay, she's had a rush of people come in. You think she's really gonna want to deal with a rush of people, or is she gonna just? Hey, you know what? I'm gonna throw some cool stuff in. This is this guy's first time here. Here's a ten percent off coupon. You know, make you feel welcome. Make you feel like you're part of the, you know, the family here. And I think there's a lot of that that we find, um, that we find missing in our society today. Is you know, just kind of welcoming of people into our, you know, communities. Uh, the community right now that we have, you know, the the place right now that we have. For a lot of us, it feels dead. It feels isolated. It feels scary. It feels lonely. You know, it feels like a place that is constantly at war, at crime. At you know, it just feels bad. And I don't really want to be, you know, a person that just harbors on the bad. I want to, you know, actually accept some of the good. We have with us here the internet which is probably one of the better inventions of mankind in that we can communicate at lightning speed anywhere on this planet. You know, just boom. So why are we using it for bad? You know, and and I think that's part of, you know, just what I've, Something I, you know, had to find my confidence in is just being able to say, hey, you know what, Derek, why are we using this for that? Why are we using this, you know, just to make fun of things, make fun of people? Why are we using, you know, this technology just to hurt, just for, you know, monetary gain and not really to, you know, help each other along the way? Why aren't we, you know, kind of bouncing ideas off of people? Why aren't we, you know, helping each other grow in these things here? Why aren't we, you know, moving forward in these things? Um, so, you know, for me, it's been a deal of just trying to find the confidence and being able to move forward, you know, personally and professionally, you know, and just getting out towards other people and helping other people, doing things for other people. 
Um, one of the things that, you know, as I've kind of mentioned a bit today, that I'm wanting to take shamanic innovations towards doing is helping other businesses. Um, the idea, it's a bit of mine, you know, it's a bit of, you know, goes around me, is that, you know, I have a great deal of knowledge on a lot of these different things, technology, art, music, um, promotions, self-promotion, social media, you know, different things of this nature. I have a great speaking voice, great eyes. You know, these are all the compliments that people tell me. Thank you, by the way. I understand that I'm always not the best at receiving, but thank you. But, you know, getting back to that, I have, I have all these talents and gifts, and it becomes something where I want to use them to help others um, as much as humanly possible. You know, I, I want to be able to come in and, you know, if you have an idea for your spiritual business, you know, but you're not really sure how this, you know, how, how does social media work? You know, I'm busy being a psychic. Okay, well, you come to me and you ask me and I help you. Uh, how does Instagram work? I'm busy being an artist. Okay, you come to me and I help you. You know, how does Facebook work? I'm busy being a mom. Okay, you come to me and I help you. Um, and and really, this is what you know becomes for me is just a way to help people, um, a way to get them out, a way to get their message out, a way to get their message advertised. You know, a way to expand their message. And, you know, I think that helps them, obviously, you know, with whatever their task is. But it also helps me, and it's been my message. You know, my, my message is one where, you know, I think that we've all, you know, had our bits of suffering, we've all had our bits of hurt, and it's time that we kind of come together and find love and express that and show that. Um, when will we all can heal, you know. That's pretty much everything I can say in a nutshell is just, you know, hey, how can I heal? How can we heal? You know, if I'm hurt, you're hurt. Yeah, we're all hurt. Let's be hurt together. But no, let's heal together. And, you know, there's a lot of people out who are doing this. Um, we're all doing this sort of work in our own different ways. Yeah, a, a lot of us, you know, in our, in our own ways. Um, I think that, you know, what happens with me is that I'm hopefully one of the first to kind of say, hey, this is what I'm doing is I'm, you know, reaching myself out and saying I'm willing to help you, you know, as you need to do whatever. Um, mostly because, you know, I think it's just transparency and honesty. And I'm also, you know, making sure that I state, you know, the points where I need, you know, help just, you know, that same sort of transparency and honesty. Um, what I'm kind of, you know, wanting to, you know, help uh, find from others is honest, constructive feedback, you know, things that can be improved, changed, uh, things of nature. Um, but, you know, also advertise, you know, your biggest advertisement is your word of mouth. So use your word of mouth, you know. Hey, you advertise me, I advertise you. Um, obviously, if you're the artist, you are the, 
you know, person out there putting yourself out. Um, you shouldn't have to do all your self-promotion, so I, you know, hope you would promoting that. And, you know, you in turn, hey, you know what, I have, you know, you have other artist friends. I have a guy who can help you. Um, and, you know, to say, well, this is how we all rise and this is how we all grow. Um, and also, you know, with that kind of comes a level, another level of confidence that I'm going to be building into is just having confidence, you know, in myself, not only as the helper of the artist, but also as the artist. Um, that's kind of a weird thing for me to say, you know, to say myself as the artist. Um, I had an experience, I think it was like two months ago, where I was on the, every Saturday, uh, second Saturday of each month in St. Petersburg, they do an art walk. Um, and if you're unfamiliar with the concept, basically the different art galleries and locals around town will open up their doors, you know, for like an evening thing where you can come in. And yeah, a lot of these are like the sales galleries also, you know. So, you know, they're looking to make some sales, make some money. Um, they might have things for sale or, you know, maybe it is an artist who has, you know, work they're doing or, you know, an art company even. Um, St. Petersburg is littered with these places and they have a trolley that goes around and I'll actually, some Saturdays, will go and volunteer to help with the trolley as far as being one of the guys. Just kind of, you know, go right along. I can explain, hey, you know, stop here, go there. This place is great. They have this exhibition, you know, this is cool. Do that for a couple of hours. It's a fun, fun way to spend a Saturday. Um, and I've been doing this for roughly, I'd say about four years that I've been doing this here. And I, the question that always comes up is, are you an artist? And I, I remember it came up like the first first Saturday I got on the thing, and I'm like, yeah, blah, 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 blah. I was like, are you an artist? No, I'm a comedian, you know. Ah. And really, you know, I said the comedian thing more as a joke knowing that maybe I'd painted a couple things and they're not that great, in my eyes at least. Maybe, you know, I'm, you know, everyone dilly-dallies with things, but, you know, maybe, you know, whatever. Uh, yeah, 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 no confidence, no confidence. You hear the no confidence even as I talk about that from years ago. Just lack of uh, confidence. I'm not an artist, I'm a comedian, yeah. So, as I said, I've been doing this art walk here. It's been about four years. And um, not every month, you know, but enough months. <laughs> are you an artist? Are you an artist? You know, just some random person in the back. Are you an artist? You know, I'll be talking about whatever. Yeah, so if you go by the Zen Glass Studio, you can do your own, you know, glassware. I did this nice little necklace here. It was great, you know. Look on Groupon if you actually want to save off the tour. Are you an artist? No, I just did a glass thing. And if you go over here, you know, you have, I'm almost like, you know, Creative Clay. Um, creative Clay has, you know, art that's done by, I don't even want to say any sort of words, but, you know, special people. Um because when I say this next part, and I'm like, no, are you an artist? I'm not an artist, but 
I'm sure if I paint something, it theirs looks a lot better. Go buy their stuff, okay? Don't buy mine. Uh, you know, go down to the next place. Yeah, you know, and here's Studio 620. Yes, hip and chic. And are you an artist? Didn't you just ask me this two months ago? <laughs> are you getting my point here? Like, uh, I kept hearing this question over and over and over. And, you know, Duncan McCombs, Duncan McCombs, an actual artist. I mean, look at the cars just parked outside of the place. Are you? Why do you keep asking me this? Always oh, just rant, you know, maybe it's a woman, maybe it's a man, maybe it's a little kid. Are you an artist? Are you 12? <laughs> no, I'm six. Sure, why are you out this late? You know, it's 10 o'clock, it's past your bedtime. You know, this is an art walk. People are out getting drunk on a Saturday night and you're out right now. Yeah, but people just keep asking this question. And I'll tell you the answer went from no to a lot of random excuses to not yet to, uh, I don't know, maybe to aren't we all to, you know, at one point I actually did an art project on my hair. Actually, a couple points I did an art project on my hair. Um, but at one point it was like, Super purple, like the purplest purple you could ever find purple. And I just immediately jumped from doing the hair purple to the art walk. And I had purple hair and yellow beard. And, you know, I was probably like a scary looking dude or whatever. And I, I don't know why they even let me on this thing, much less to talk to people. But are you an artist? No, my hair is. Um, I think I came on, you know, a couple times just with bleached hair, you know, that was pretty fun. Because uh, I would bleach the hair, hair on my beard also, because it's kind of small hair. It's what us black folks call nappy. And uh, all I just like to do for my hair styles is just to shave it off anyway, because it's quick and simple. And you can just start over almost like a canvas, almost like art. But yeah, you know, I follow my hair artist, but I won't call myself an artist. <laughs> Finally, I know, I've blabbed on about this story, but as I said, a couple months ago, I'm on this art trolley bus, and I'm just, you know, yeah, blah, 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 and, you know, this is great, I think I've been told a joke, and I've been working on a couple of things kind of at home, you know, and it's set up for myself just kind of a makeshift studio. I mean, I made the joke about the creative clay kids, but yeah, it probably came out looking a little creative, you know. Um, who knows? Maybe it's good, maybe it's bad, who knows? But, you know, I'll watch a YouTube video here. Oh, this is how you do the little pour splatter thing. Okay. Oh, this is how you paint a, you know, this is Bob Ross painting a, you know, beach scene. Okay. Oh, um, you know, I got expressed up with one painting, just threw paint at the, you know, canvas. Um, actually, more than once I did that. But, um, yeah, it just started to just kind of come out. And I think for me, a reason why this is starting to come out is as a form of expression. Um, yeah, it's something that, I found in myself as a way of healing, you know, dealing with some of my own personal 
pains. I don't need to recap all of that. If you want to recap my pains, go back and listen to the previous episodes of this podcast. But you know what? Great. Uh, pain. Um, and I actually had an incident. Um, I want to say this is January, maybe early February. In January or February, I'm at home and I read a book. And the book triggered me something fierce, and I took it out on a canvas. <laughs> um, something fierce. You know, um, I mean, this past weekend was Mother's Day, and, you know, I decided I was going to make a little, you know, something for mom. Um, so, getting back to the trolley ride there, for the first time in my life, I actually answered that question, yes, I'm an artist. Now, I'm not a paid artist. Um, maybe I'll get around to setting up that store and we can make some bucks off of this, you know, shamanic innovations can have a dot com or something and yeah, we'll, we'll get that, you know, I'll get the uh, mom thing and maybe, you know, you guys can buy that if you really like it. Um, but it's actually kind of a cool, it, it kind of looks like, you know, the mix between Picasso and a fifth grader. <laughs> But, uh, you know, it, it's a cool piece, and, you know, it's very near and dear to the heart. Um, but, uh, yeah, it finally, like, answered that question. I was like, listen, um, yeah, I'm an artist, you know, yeah. Um, with the same convention that I probably would have answered 20 years ago or even 20 seconds ago, you know, two minutes ago, that last tirade, that I'm an asshole, yes, I'm an artist. Um And you know, and that's part of the thing is that we are very quick to choose the negatives about us. You know, I'm very quick to say, "Oh, I'm an asshole. I'm an asshole." Yada 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 yada. Everybody remembers the Dennis Leary song because they're an asshole. We're so quick to choose those negatives about us, but instead we have to choose the positives. We have to choose that happiness that's out there. We have to choose the positives and the good things about us. We have to choose those talents, even if they are small even if they are just beginning, just nurturing talent. Um, you know, the, the hardest thing really for me to kind of say is, yes, I am whatever, you know. I'll let you say things, you know. It's like, yeah, you can call me a shaman. Yeah, you can call me a, you know, waking person, spirits you know, spiritual, whatever, you know. Um, I'm sure the family would say, yeah, you know, you're a preacher like anyone, all the other preachers in our family. Yes, you know, you're a preacher. Um, you know, so you can call me all these, you know, you can call me whatever. I'll be your guru. If if that's what you want, if that's what you want to call me. Um, I, I don't really like labels, so, you know, that's something I'm really interested in calling myself. But, you know, even just the thought of being able to say, yes, I achieved something. Yes, I've, you know, wicked to something. Yes, I know something. Yes, you know, I have some knowledge here. You know, I'm a knowledgeable person. Um, for me, the idea of a shamanic innovation is 
not necessarily to say that, oh, I am your internet shaman and I am going to teach you the world. Because I don't really think that a shaman does that. Um, I think that, you know, at least by the definition that I find, these are the people that live and walk amongst us that teach us how to be us. So, you know, as I travel this journey and learn, you know, this path, um, you know, I want to be able to help myself, you know, be happy and grow, and I want to be able to help others be happy and grow. Um, so, for, you know, for that, yeah, I'll call myself for this, for natures of this, a shaman. Just like for natures of being on the art walk bus, I will call myself an artist. Um, and really, you know, in the theory of that is that we all are, in fact, shamans and artists. You know, um, one of the biggest, you know, shamans that I can think of off the top of my head. People called him the artist because he couldn't pronounce his unpronounceable symbol name. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think that, you know, we all carry this, you know, a bit in us, you know, it's something that, you know, we all have to learn there. And I was not speaking about Shinsuke Nakamura, by the way. Um, Shinsuke Nakamura is currently the artist, but I was speaking about Mr. P. Rogers Nelson before um one thing i think i've learned you know just from him is just to you know embrace what you're doing embrace that you know side of you embrace the creativity embrace the art embrace the you know spirituality embrace you know what you're learning there um embrace the moments embrace the people you know get out there and actually enjoy and accept these people and you know this is something that you know i'm just trying to build my own confidence in um, and just, you know, how can I become, you know, say the, you know, better and best version of myself, really. So, uh, I want to thank you all for joining. Looks like I might have some other work that I'll be doing here. Um, yeah, but please check it all out. Shamanic Innovations now has a Facebook page that you can find us on. Um, I'll be in the process of getting everything you know, kind of set up here in the next days, weeks, all that, get everything kind of set where, you know, you'll be able to find it. But I went ahead and put together the Facebook page. And, you know, right now you can go in there and you can find the information that has to do with, you know, the podcast. It's available on Apple, it's available on Stitcher, it's available on iTunes. iTunes is Apple. <laughs> it's available on Spotify. Um, it's actually kind of cool to be able to say, hey, I have a podcast, and it's available on Spotify or iTunes. It's available, of course, on Anchor. Big you know, shout out to my boys in Anchor, you know, hook me up there. Um, it's actually kind of cool, you know, to be able to, you know, put these things out and have somebody in Uzbekistan, wherever they'll listen to it, you know, hopefully gain something out of it. Um... You know, and if not, then there's something for me to listen to later, and I gain something out of it. But, uh, you know, let's say we have the Facebook page going, and I do have my Patreon, Patreon um, that's open. I'll be doing some work there 
where you'll actually be able to do a lot of the rent space type of deals. You know, if you have something with your business, with your need, with your whatever, um, you can kind of rent my services on a monthly fee. You know, and there'll be some specials on that right now where you can be able to just come in and, hey, you know what? I think I'm going to need to just bounce a couple ideas off of Derek's head on how to, you know, keep my Facebook running. You know, bounce a couple ideas, this, that, you know, um, how to keep my Instagram, you know, likes going, you know. Have him just share out a couple things for me, you know. Yeah, I'm going to run some specials off of that. And I'm actually thinking about also putting together just, you know, because that is kind of a comedy, um, you know, one of the things I like to do is comedy, is I'm thinking about putting together kind of a life, um, I, don't, I, mean, I almost hate to even call it life coaching sort of deal, but I guess i got to build that confidence. Um, but this will be more like a, a life ruining um <laughs> and I, I've kind of laughed at it a little bit, but you know, um, can I say um one more time? Um, I've laughed at it a little bit, but this is something that I think would be just interesting to put together and see. One of the ideas that I want to put together in the next months, couple months, you know, where I can put that out, you know, available for all of you guys to check out, is a life ruining plan. Similar to life coaching, but, you know, I take you through the different steps and things that you would need to do in order to hit rock bottom. With the hope that you do the exact opposite. I want to make sure that is clear. Do not follow me. You know, don't follow my way to the bottom. Instead, follow me. You know, and this may, instead of it being just a, you know, quickie plan, this just might end up becoming a buck or something. But, you know, I want to definitely give just some sort of fun ways that, you know, hey, you know what? If you want to take your 800 credit score to 400, do this. <laughs> you know, you want to make everybody that you know hate you and lose all your friends and family, do this. Yeah, you know. So, um, yeah, just, you know, kind of a fun sort of deal there. Because, um, you know, I, I really don't want to do life coaching. You know, I don't really think that that's something that, you know, I, I think that we are all our own coaches. I think that we are all our own sort of, you know, guides in that thing. But also at the same time, you know, as I say, hey, I don't want to love coaching. Hey, you know, just my version of it. Um, there'll be some mentoring and some, you know, kind of coaching where you can come in. Hey, using the buzzword. But um, this is sort of mentoring type of deal where you can come in and here are some things that I'm actually doing that are working, you know. Now that it, now that I've hit rock bottom, here's the way I go, you know. So here's some steps, here's some tools, here's some things that, you know, we'll be able to help others out there. And um, also with that, you know, I do have a couple of goals here. Uh, one is I'd like to get some money together just for some equipmenting and, you know, stuff of that nature. Um, right now, all of the videos, all of the podcasts, everything is being shot on an Apple. <laughs> it's kind of funny that I'm doing this with Apple, too, because nothing else in my life is Apple. But it's all being shot off of the Apple 
Um, iPad Mini, I think it's the Series 2 or Series 3, I can't remember. Um, I do have a small speaker, like a T3 speaker that I'll use, you know, as far as being the speaker, microphone, and also a set of headphones um, that I'm using there. And there are some, you know, and I do have a, you know, just my small um, camera phone that's on my uh, cell phone. It's actually the Google Pixel cell phone, um, which is a wonderful phone, by the way. You know, it's especially for us Android people, it's a wonderful phone. Um, but yeah, I have that and I have my laptop. And that's pretty much my equipment base. And there's some things that I'd like to get into as far as, you know, doing some of the video. Uh, I'd like to, you know, see if I can find some form of green, possibly put behind me at some point down the road, you know, where I can build out, do different sorts of graphics and things behind. But also just having, you know, regular, you know, camera, an actual, you know, camera, just camera. Not a tablet, not a phone, but just a camera where I can put it on a tripod, boom, set it up and, you know, shoot different things, having an actual microphone, not, you know, a speaker where I'm not like bending into the speaker to speak. Um, you know, ha having a few bits of equipment, you know, are, are going to be nice. Uh, obviously keeping up, you know, as far as being able to use, you know, different softwares and everything, you know, it's a necessity thing. Um you know, just being able to get into sorts of deals there, you know, but also, you know, say having the cameras and all that and having software. Uh, as we expand this out more, you know, I'll be able to produce more content, produce, you know, put videos up on YouTube. I want to see if I can actually get a copy of the cast from today since it was a Facebook Live video. Um, she called it a podcast, Facebook Live video. Let's see if I can actually get that, and I'll save it over to the YouTube page, you know, so that the YouTube folks can check it out there. Um, but also, with that said, one thing that I want to be able to do here is, you know, get these podcasts up where either I can have a camera where, hey, I can record myself the video of me speaking and doing the audio. That can go directly to YouTube while the audio goes on for Anchor and all of that there, you know, have these sorts of things out. Um, I know a lot of these podcasts, you know, I record in little segments, so, you know, it's kind of hard to do, but for some of the longer things, you know, be a good thing to do there. Um, and, you know, and these are just things that I'm just trying to, you know, I, I'm finding myself right now, I'm speaking these things out just so I have the confidence, you know, and say them, so I have the confidence to go after them. You know, having the equipment, having the thing for this business here, you know, stuff that I really do want, um, stuff that I really do need. And also, you know, just having some other bits and pieces. Um, one thing, I, I need to find a large speaker that I can use as an opportunity for me to host some trivia nights that are out. Um, use speaker even, but just large speaker, yes, one of the first things I need to kind of work on there. Um, another, you know, but also just rebuilding that sort of mobile business. Um, I did mobile DJing for a number of years, and I was really confident in that, really confident in skills and what I had to offer, and one day all that, you know, went away. So I need to, you know, get back to where I'm able to have the equipment, you know, be able to do those mobile gigs there. 
Um, and also just for the home, you know, equipment there. Um, you know, just having a turntable at home, you know, gives peace, gives some sort of solace, just being able to listen to music in that pure form. So, you know, that there. Um, but also, you know, kind of on the more important for, you know, what I'm doing right now is art supplies. Just being able to, you know, paint. You know, canvases aren't cheap. They're cheap enough, but they're not free. So, you know, paint's not cheap. It's cheap enough, but it's not free. And I know I made fun a little with Creative Clay, but they really do have a really cool program there. Um, they have a, something that I really like. They have this art room where you can go in and you can pay whatever you want for art supplies, art paint, um, canvases, all sorts of stuff. You know, and the money actually goes to help these kids, um, uh, you know, with the program there. Uh, I actually found something really cool. I found an old piano that had been sitting in the back of there, like an electric piano. And it was just a really cool thing, a really cool find for me to pick up from there at Creative Clay. Um, so, you know, it'd be great to go back. And I actually got it, you know, for what you call steel, because it is pay whatever you want pretty much for these things. Um, but, you know, with even that said, hey, nothing's free, not even the stuff there. So, you know, it'd be nice to have money, you know, to go and, you know, get supplies. It's a way you can practice. Uh, yeah, the You know, the better way for me to grow in the art form is to do it more and more. Um, just kind of sitting here, I have the painting that I did on Sunday with my mom, and then I have one that I did um, about a month or so ago. Well, actually, about two months ago, I was up in Palaka um, visiting until two months ago. And I did one just on azalea bushes, you know, sun hitting the azalea bushes. And uh, just the difference in the two months, you know, but also in, hey, the flowers that are in the azalea bushes, this is the first time I ever painted flowers versus, you know, first time I even tried to draw flowers, really, even. Versus, okay, I at least sketched my mom a couple of times before doing this painting. So I kind of had an idea how I wanted her to look a little bit, you know. And I really painted, the painting I did for, was from one of the sketches, which I took from a picture, you know. So I you know, had a good little focus there. Um, but just that repetition, just that practice, you know, I think helps with things, you know. Um, I'd say I probably got more repetition in painting than I have with the piano since buying it. Um, but I, I should probably go change that later this evening. <laughs> but, um yeah, just being able to, you know, have that sort of practice time, you know, it's something that builds confidence. Practice builds confidence, you know. As I do more of these podcasts, you know, I become more confident in what I'm saying and different things of that nature. So, you know, that's going to be something there. Um, you know, just being able to speak and continue to talk and find things to say, know when to cut yourself off, know when you've, you know, maybe even crossed the line or said too much or whatever. Um, you know, what to hold back. And also knowing that you really can't hold anything back. Um, you know, you, you really, you know, with this sort of journey here, you know, to do it as a podcast especially, um, you are bearing your soul. So, you know, just knowing that, being able to bear your soul in that nature and trust that and say, hey, you know, 
I'm going to, you know, give a bit of myself, you know, that's that's how you get your confidence there. Um, you know, having the courage to do those things, you know, even if it, even if it is crying. You know, ha- having the courage to cry in public is one of the most powerful things you can have. Yeah, I mean, we we all have this image of crying where it's, you know, putting your hands over your face, don't look at me, don't see me, you know, versus just letting it come. You know, letting these emotions come out there, you know, is, is a big thing. So, you know, it's something, you know, it's confidence that I'm working on, just building in myself here. Um yeah, and it's something that, you know, I want to help, you know, as I help myself, I want to help others, and, you know, if there's ways others can help me, great, and there's ways I can help them, great, too. You know, I, I'm not a perfection, I, I'm about as perfection as I can be, excuse me, about as perfect as I can be, but I'm not totally perfect, so, you know, I'm obviously open for suggestions on things, um, you know, because they're, they'll be helpful for me in building of who I am. So, uh, as, you know, as I say this and as I finish this bit of confidence here up, you know, I have a lot of work, you know, to say to build up my own confidence, um, you know, build myself up a bit. Because it, it does become hard, you know. We, we look around and we see ourselves... Uh, for a lot of us, especially once we hit, you know, that magic 42 or, you know, the magic year, 42 apparently is magical. Um, but as we hit these ages, you know, it, it becomes hard because we look out and we start to see, you know, different things that went wrong or the different things that we didn't achieve. You know, we start to make that list of no's, a list of negatives, a list of bads. You know, we, and that, that list can grow so quickly on you, you know, if you let it, if you let yourself get caught up in all the things that went wrong, it can just grow and grow and grow. Um, And we don't really take enough time to see the right, respect the right, enjoy the right, you know, feel good about the right, feel confident about the right, you know, feel good that that right is going to outweigh that wrong. You know, we we only we have those blinders that are kind of on, you know, in a bad sense where we can only see. You know, we have so much tunnel vision, but the tunnel vision is just seeing what's negative. You know, it ain't even looking to peek out anywhere to see if there's any glimmer of light or hope. It's just whatever's negative. And you know, we get caught in that. We get caught in looking at these different boxes every day that is screaming back at us, everything that's negative going on in society. We get caught up in, you know, the people that, you know, are just trapped in that sort of, you know, matrix hell of the negative. Um, And we don't actually see any sort of positive. So really being able to break through and see that positive and having the confidence that there is that positive, that light on the other side, having the confidence you can break through, having the confidence you can see that. Having a confidence you can actually wake up, open your eyes, you know, whatever buzz term you want to use for this here, but having that sort of confidence. How many times more times can I say confidence? Having whatever that is inside of you, you know, having that come alive so that you can go out and do these things. Um, 
you know, and be it a, you know, personal thing that you're trying to get over, you know, be it something where you're saying, hey, you know, I have something I'm struggling with, you know, I can't get past this demon, I can't get past this person, I can't get past this loss, I can't get past, you know, this pickup, this, you know, um, yeah, one big thing for me is, you know, I've grown up in, you know, a sense of lack throughout my lifetime. Throughout my lifetime, you know, there's always been this just this connection to lack. Hey, you know what? You're not going to have enough. You are not enough. There is not enough. There'll never be enough. Not enough, you know. Lack, 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 lack. And really, it's now finding the confidence to break free from the lack. You know what? There is enough. You know what? You're going to use this. You're going to go in here, and you might even just have a gift card on you, but you're going to go in, you're going to have that gift card, and that gift card's going to work, and the gift card's going to take, you know, money off, and that gift card's going to, you know, lower your bill. It might even pay the whole thing. You know, or you're going to go reach in that wallet, and you're going to find the bill that you need there. You're going to go outside and, you know, find whatever you need. Uh, money might not grow from trees, but it falls all the time out of people's pockets, so it might just fall into your lap, you know, whatever it is that you mix and need there, it will be provided, you know, and we get, you know, we get caught up on this whole concept of money and everything, and yeah, hit, hit up my uh, Cash App and my PayPal and all that also, by the way, if y'all want to, you know, donate to the cause, but we get caught up in, you know, these lacks a lot of the time. And it's something that, you know, I can definitely say I've grown up with is, you know, the sense of lack. But how can I move past this? And how can I get to the sense of, you know what, Derek, you have enough. You have more than enough. You know, the enough will be provided. You'll be able to figure out your way through this, navigate your way through this. You know, if there's something that needs to be cut from your life, it'll cut out. If there's something, you know... A place to save, a place to scratch, whatever, great. But you, as a person, as a, you know, being here, you have what you need. You know, you can survive. You have the tools. You know, you can use these tools and you can better. So, you know, not only, you know, can you survive, but you can thrive. It's such an amazing concept. Not only can you survive, but you can thrive. And this is just something that I've had to learn for my lifetime. And I've had to, you know, I now I have to, you know, find the confidence in knowing, hey, you know what, Derek? Not only can I survive this time around, but I can thrive. I can come out of this better. You know, I can, you know, find, you know, the thing that's really going to challenge me. Finally, you know, the work and the expression is really going to put forth towards me and really going to give me, you know, a sense of being, really give me a, you know, a reason to get out of bed in the morning, really give me a reason to, you know, save, really give me a reason to, you know, smile. Uh, you know, I'll find that reason to thrive. Um, you know, it, it's weird. It, it, it's weird to go from just personally being, a, you know, someone who... Um, uh, you know, a couple years back, probably if you'd asked me, you know, if I, you know, had, you know, the biggest reason I would have to live, like, all right, you know, I need to stay alive so that I can outlive the haters. 
you know, I, I didn't stay alive just to spite other people. You know, just because somebody else wants me dead, I'm going to stay alive. Now, if you ask me, it's not, you know, that survival's gone. Now, my reason is so that I can thrive, so that I can do better, so that I can, you know, show that there is a way to do better. That's what's happening right now. It's like, you know what? I'm going to have haters, but I'm also going to have lovers. There's a lot more lovers out there than haters. And even if there are a lot more haters, there's one important lover right here. So how can I do better? How can I be better? How can I show better? Because if I do better, if I am better, if I am you know, become better, a list of haters, they've run out of reasons to hate. You know, if you if you become a better person, the bad goes away. You know, so how can I become a better person? So that, that's become my thing: is how can I thrive? And you know, just having the confidence that I can thrive, having the confidence that I can become better, having the confidence that I can become happy. Um, yeah, I'll kind of hopefully close at some point here, but I, I look at. Um, I have a kind of a wall of fame that's at my house right now. It's the family trees, we'll call it. You know, it's kind of funny because none of the people in the spot that says family are people that I'm related to. You know, <laughs> the family ones come in little frames that come around that. You know, friends also. You know, and it's ground. Um, but it, the, the thing really with it is I can see a lot in me, you know, just kind of through the years where, you know, I've thought of spots where I've just survived and I can see a lot of spots in these where I've been thriving. Um, and, you know, and I think really it's something that, you know, we notice, you know, a lot in ourselves as we get older is that it's not just a part of surviving, it's more of how can we thrive. Um, I call those people who realize this early the lucky ones, you know. If you found out that you need to thrive instead of survive at 20 instead of 42, you know, if this is what you found out at 21 instead of 42, great. Um, I'm, I'm clapping for you. For a lot of us, though, we are just kind of, you know, we're on a lot of journeys because we're on this big spiritual journey. We want to find our nirvana. We want to find our peace. We want to find heaven. Um, you know, we we grow up, you know, and we get old and we worship and, you know, we want to do our best towards, insert your favorite deity name here. Um, so, you know, I think for a lot of us, you know, and even if it's not a deity, you know, I like, you know, I make the joke sometimes that, you know, my atheist friends are worshiping Charles Darwin as their god. Um, and even like, you know, just some spiritual friends, you know, you have your things. But we have that duality to, you know, borrow from the different term of another buzzword. We have that between, you know, the spiritual of what we're trying to accomplish and learn here. And then just the norm, the regular, the 3D. You know, the, um, hey, phone bells do. Hey, the water bells, light bell, you know, electric. Hey, you got to eat. You got to drive somewhere. You got to sleep. You know, body needs rest. Body needs, you know, taking care of, you know, the physicals, 
you know, all that. Um, and it becomes kind of an issue for a lot of us to have confidence in how we can manage both. You know, how we how can we manage, you know, our spiritual side and our physical side. Uh, you know, I have some friends who are ministers. Um, and, I, and I say I joke about, I, everything I joke about is because, I you know, I live it. So if I joke about bankruptcy, it's because I've already been there. If I joke about, you know, special kids, it's because of my brother Kevin. And if I joke about ministers, because half of my family is them. And some of my best friends are also. Uh, so I have some friends who are ministers. And, you know, one comes in particular, a buddy of mine. And, you know, he, he and I, you know, share a lot of the struggle that, you know, he has because he takes on really the weight of the world onto his shoulders. You know, people come to him with their prayers and, you know, oh, my kid's sick and my wife's cheating on me and, you know, all this other stuff. And he's like, oh, what the hell? I can't. Well, he's not saying what the hell. He's a minister, but what the bleep? I can't deal with this. You know, he's on a verge of a mental breakdown there. Um, you know, and he has his own. You know, he has his own. You know, mouths to feed and family and friends. You know, whatever. But he also has. You know, uh, I have to carry the flock and carry myself. You know, it's like having two backpacks. You know, if you're a wrestling fan, you know, imagine you know if the world title was really heavy. So imagine Becky two belts, but neither one of those belts are like fun belts. Instead, they're, you know, weighing her down. And if you know Becky two belts, then, then you've been watching Raw and SmackDown lately. But, um, yeah, so, you know, imagine just having that sort of weight there. A lot of us have to carry that. And I think really, you know, it's just the point of finding how can we carry that best? How can we have the confidence to carry that best, you know, in our, you know, spiritual walk and in our personal walk and our, you know, regular walk, you know, how can we, you know, feed ourselves, clothe ourselves, you know, do that to the best of our abilities, but also achieve the things that are going to make us the best people, you know, do what's, what we're on this planet here to do, you know, do what's right by this planet, you know, share information, you know, for the next generation. Um, I, I like to think that a lot of what I'm doing here, you know, if anything, um, my thought is, you know, and maybe this is just, you know, where it's at. It's like, hey, listen, if, you know, I grew up in my situation, you'll hear it at the beginning of her pod, Donnie's podcast, but I grew up, you know, my dad passed, and, she, you know, she kind of touched him a little bit. How do you think that kind of, you know, morphs you a bit? Um, it's made me a bit, you know, more caring and compassionate to others out there to where I can understand their plot and their situation. So, you know, to me, it's the thought of, hey, I'm a young black male who's grown up without a father. This is how I've turned out. There's probably another young black male out there growing up without a father. And even if there's not another young black male, there's probably another young male or another young black person, female, or just another young person. And even if they didn't grow up without a father, maybe they grew up without a mother. You know, maybe they grew up just feeling like they were without, you know, both were still alive, but just feeling left out. Maybe they've lost one, both of these parents, you know. Now as adults, we lose people. I, I, you know, I get it, people die. How can we, you know, come forward and how can we have that? And for me, it's just how can I have the confidence myself to move forward, you know, and be the better person, um, finding that, but also being able to find ways where I can share that with all of you and, 
you know, give you all confidence as you need. So, Shamanic Innovations, we'll be back to wrap up in just a moment. Thank you all for joining me in this special episode of Shamanic Innovations on Confidence. I'm going to leave today. Um, there's a set of cards by Louise Hay and Robert Holder, 52 card deck, Life Loves You cards. Uh, gotten kind of in this habit of pulling one out every day or so just to kind of you know, huh, the reason why life loves you. And it'll be interesting sometimes because, you know, it's 52 of them, so you might get the same one over or whatever, you know. Uh, and there's, I'm always the person who's into signs. You know, there's all sorts of signs that come to us here. You know, music gives us signs. Art gives us signs. Feathers dropping from the south, you know, sky gives the signs. Uh, signs, everywhere, signs, you know. Um, so we're going to call this here signs because this was today's card, you know. I hadn't even read the back of it, but just reading the front was kind of like, boom, you know, this is, you know, one of the things really with our confidence here. It says on the front, it is safe to ask for help. When you feel you can't do it all by yourself, maybe this is a sign. You don't have to. When you stop trying to do it all by yourself, help appears. You know, when we stop trying to manage the world on our own, and you know, we kind of take those blinders off of that, you know. Tunnel vision towards the bad, and just kind of, you know, look around to see where we're at and where we can be going. Um, you know, you'll be able to find that help. You'll be able to find those signs. You'll be able to find that confidence that you need in order to move forward. You know, um, so I, I want to thank everyone for listening, Joanna Innovations, and. Um, yeah, go check out something else or meditate or something. Peace.